Hello, Bjornar Heimstad here. Welcome to a new edition of Heart to Heart Talk. Today is like uh, part two in a, in a short series with the same subject, the same, the same uh, focus. Last, in the, in the previous program, I talked about um, uh, our thoughts are the bricks that builds our lives. So today I'm, I have another headline, your mind is your garden or think of your mind as a garden and uh, and weeds and uh, and um, uh, of negativity needs to be uh, be uh, uprooted and uh, and uh, taken uh, taken hand of so um, <clears throat> we are going to talk about this and uh, and you know um, it seems like uh, like god is uh, big when it comes to gardens the first place he put man was in the Garden of Eden. We read that in the in the book of Genesis, and we're going to going going to read a couple of scriptures from from Genesis. So um, also when you when you when you look at the nature, I I love nature. I love hiking. I love uh, out hiking in the mountains. We live in a very beautiful part of the world, the northern part of Norway, where the mountain starts on the sea the sea level and and goes straight up to 1000 1500 meters. And it's also possible to 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 walk, to do hiking and also climbing, of course. But um, <clears throat> that's not my cup of tea. Uh, anyways, when I see all the years I've lived, when I look at God's creation, wherever it is, it is all in harmony. When I see the nature, when I see the, the landscape, when I see the colors, the trees, the mountains, the rocks, the, the, the lakes, the, the sea, whatever, it's all in harmony. Whatever weather it is, there is no disharmony. It's not like a color is, is, is hitting your eye because you don't like it. It doesn't belong there. It all belongs there. And also, um, I've had, uh, I'm traveling a lot, so I've had this opportunity to, to, to fly over continents. And uh, I love flying. Uh, uh, I love uh, watching from the, from the, from the airplane and looking out and flying over Germany, flying over Netherlands, flying over France, and you see the beautiful, the beautiful farmland, where where the farmers are are are, are doing their work with, and you see from from there all the beautiful and the different colors. It's very nice. So, God, He said to um, to. Um, to Adam and Eve, he, he, uh, Genesis 2.15, he says, God took man and uh, put him in the Garden of Eden to work and to take care of it. Or God put the man, uh, God, God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work and take care of it. So God gave man an assignment to take care of the garden. And also when, you know, you know the story, probably, when man sinned, they, they, they listened to the serpent in every garden, there is a serpent, be aware of that. We're going to visit that thought, that fact again later. But you know, also when God had to, um, to, uh, to, to banish them from the garden of Eden, and he, and he did so, and he, and he kicked them out, so to speak, uh, to work the ground from which he had the man had been taken. 
So in the Garden of Eden and outside the Garden of Eden, they had the same assignment to grow the garden. And, uh, and um, weed is growing automatically. We call it weed, but when you, <laughs> it has its place. It's, <laughs> but but it doesn't have 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 its place where where, where you plant when you plant potatoes or or strawberries, you you don't like weed there. You like you you have to uproot it. You have to you have to you have to to clean the the garden for the for the nutrition of the soil to be focused on the on the on what you have planted. That is called farming. And uh, that is what God gave man to do. So, uh, a negative mind. I'm not. I'm not talking about agriculture. I'm using this as a metaphor. Last program, it was bricks. This program, it it is. Uh, it is a garden, and it is planting. And and Jesus told many parables. And and when we we talked about weeds, and and you know. <laughs> In Matthew, it is, this is interesting. In Matthew chapter 13 and verse 24 to 28, Jesus told them another parable, another metaphor. So when Jesus talked to the fisherman, he, he talked the, 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 the fisherman's language and vocabulary. When he talked to the farmers, he talked the farmer's language and vocabulary. When he talked to the finance people, he talked about money and how to, how to, um, um, take care of the money, how to, to, to multiply the money, how to do business with the money. So it, it's, they are all metaphors in, in, many, in many aspects. So he told them another parable, a metaphor. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in the field. That's what we are looking for in our mind, in our hearts, in our mind, in our way of thinking. We are looking for the good seed, not the wheat. The weed is disturbing. The weed is taking our energy. The weed, the weed is distraction. As is the serpent. When you see weed in a garden, and when you see a serpent in a garden, your focus drifts from the beautiful color of the roses and the flowers and the smell. You for, suddenly you forget the smell and the beauty of, of, the, of, the, of the garden. You're, all you're focusing on now is the weed that is killing your garden and the serpent that is a distraction there. So the man sowed good seed in his field. But while everyone was sleeping, who, who were sleeping? The workers. When they were sleeping, his enemy came and sowed wheat, weeds among the wheat and went away. When the wheat sprouted and, and formed heads, then the weeds also appeared. The owner's servant came to him and said, Sir, didn't we sow good seed in the field? That's what they did. They sowed a good seed in the field. When did the, where did the weed, the, the weeds come from? That's the question. Where the, does the weeds come from? And Jesus said, an enemy did this and this, he replied. So when did the enemy come in? When they slept. The workers were not supposed to sleep. Um, uh, maybe that is also a, that, that's also a metaphor. Maybe they were they were just focused on other things. They lost focus. So then the enemy got an access and got an uh, an opportunity to to come in, and and do his destructive uh, labor. Uh, Jesus also said the thief 
is is comparing the devil with a thief. The thief comes only to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That's what he wants to do with your garden, with your inner man, with your inner life, with your spiritual life. And also that will reflects reflects on your physical life. If your inner garden is, is poisoned, that poison will 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 have an effect will take effect on your family on, on in your marriage in at your workplace in the church wherever you go so take care of yourself and beauty will come out of you and will be like a fragrance wherever you go and people look at you and they smile because this man this woman this boy this girl took care of his and her garden so <laughs> In Josiah 58, verse number 11, it says, You shall be like a watered garden, like a spring of water, whose waters will not fail. God is comparing you with a garden, a garden that is water. There is no lack in that garden. And in Psalm Psalm number 1, verse 1 to 3, I only read the third verse, but read it all. It's about focus. It is, it is about what you pay attention to. You're not listening. You're not, you're not receiving destructive seed. Jesus said in a parable, I don't know if I, I forgot that, but Jesus said, gave them a, a, an example of a sower. And we see the, 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 the four kind of, of soil. And only 25% of the seed grew up because the other, other, other fell on the stony ground. Other fell, uh, other fell among uh, among weeds and were quenched. That's what we weeds are doing. It's quenching the the seed. And Jesus explains to his disciples, and he says that the seed is the word of God. When I'm talking to you, when you are talking to me, when you are talking to people, we are planting seeds of ideas, seeds of words, seeds of philosophy, seeds of notions, seeds of beliefs. We are sowing. <laughs> there is not a minute of the day you are not sowing and reaping. Believe me, every this this world is run by the laws and the principles of sowing and sowing time and reaping. So this is con- something that goes on continuously. But we are like a garden, watered garden, like a spring of water, whose waters do not fail. And in Psalm 103, Psalm 1, 1 to 3, it says, That person is like a tree planted by streams of waters, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaves does not wither. Whatever they do, uh, whatever they do, uh, prospers. Whatever they do, prospers. That is, that's what we are looking for. The garden that prospers. The garden of beauty. And you know, the enemy hates beautiful gardens. The devil hates order. The devil hates beauty. The devil hates love. The, the devil, the, your enemy, an enemy came and sowed, and sowed weeds when the, when the workers were sleeping. That is going to happen with you and me if we are not, if we are not alert, if we live in la-la land. Napoleon Hill, he wrote a book called uh, called Think and Grow Rich. I I, I recommend that book. It, it's 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 a classic. Um, he also wrote another book that is not 
that known, but it's called out, outwitting, outwitting the devil, outwitting the devil. That means you are, you are, you are, you are making the devil say maybe too much. You are, you are getting out of the devil the way he is thinking. So it's a conversation between a man and the devil. It's, it's interesting, and and the topic is how how does the devil uh, handle people? And the devil said that most people, they are, they are, they, it doesn't have to do anything. No work with these people. Why? Because the majority of the people are drifters. They are drifting through life. <laughs> Another guy, I, uh, maybe it was Bob Proctor, he said that, uh, that <laughs> people don't know where they are walking. They are following the person in front of him, who is following the person in front of her, who is following the person in in, uh, in front. So they, they they just walk like, like they, Jesus also used another expression for this. He says, "People are like sheep without a shepherd. They don't know where they are going. They're just here, there, and everywhere, drifting." So the devil said, uh, "Those people, I have, I have. There, there is no problem with them. I don't have to do anything. They are just drifters." They don't take responsibility. They, they they don't know where they are going. They are just they're just passing through life, with without presence, without observations, without playing that vital part of the design and the and 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 uh, uh, what can I say? The assignment God has given to each and every one of us. So. Blessed is the man. Well, okay. So, so, so the devil he doesn't want. He doesn't like peace. He, he he likes fight. He likes discussion. Not that we cannot discuss. Of course, we can. We, we can disagree. But he 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 likes quarrel. That's a better word for it. He likes quarrel. He likes trauma. The devil is a trauma maker. And he wants you and me to get involved in that. Directly or indirectly. Involved in other people's mess. Be aware of that. The devil doesn't, doesn't like gratitude. The garden of God is full of grat grateful people. The God, one, one of the most beautiful and most nutritious plants that grows in God's garden in human's heart and human's life is, the, is, is, is a flower called gratitude. People filled with gratitude. People filled with gratitude are easy to relate to. They are, easy, they are easygoing people. They are grateful for something. Then the opposite, the devil is always trying to plant seeds of complaints and 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 this disappointment discouragement in your life be aware of that 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 are that that are those things are are the things are 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 the, are the things we focus on when we want to to maintain the garden protect the garden we 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 uproot those weeds kindness kindness there's no kindness in the devil he's a devil joy there is no joy among his weeds, but in God, there's a fullness of joy, fullness of joy, and also freedom. 
The devil is, has no freedom to offer any one of us. People think they are free. They are bound by habits and, and, and emptiness. But God comes to bring us freedom. So how do we handle that? Paul says in, in, um, in Ephesians 6.16, he says, uh, Above all, above all, taking the shield of faith, which, uh, by, with which you will be able to quench all the fiery, fiery darts of the wicked one, of the devil. You know, the devil doesn't have a bow and an, ar and an, and an, er and an uh, error. Yeah, error to, 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 to shoot at you. But he is, he is coming with arrows, arrows, that's the word for it. Arrows of poison, fiery darts. You know, if, if, if you are in a, in, a, in a pool room or in a bar room, there's, 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 some are playing dart. They are throwing their fiery, the devil is throwing the fiery darts that will try to hit you and hurt you. Above all, take taking the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the devil, of the wicked one. That's an important one. In every garden there's a serpent. Let's not forget that. It's not only weeds, there's a serpent. And, every, and, and uh, our job is to keep the garden safe and clean and growing. So, in the garden, everything was beauty, everything was perfect, till the, the devils showed up. And uh, the Bible tells us that, um, gave us a picture of, of the life in the Garden of Eden before the devil, before Lucifer came. And that picture is beautiful. Every afternoon, God, when the sun was setting, God came to Adam and Eve, to man, to talk with them. They had a fellowship. They have a, had a conversation. But suddenly one day, God asked Adam, who have you? Uh, because Adam had, had, had put some, some, some leaves on him because he was naked. And God said to Adam, who, ha, who, who has told you you are naked? Sin had come in. Why? Because they had listened to the third voice. And every time there is a breakup, a divorce, in, I, I would say in almost every time, there is some. There is a third voice. You know, a marriage is a fantastic. Um, uh, it's a fantastic vision. It's a vision. Two people who get married, they have a vision for their lives together. When they break up, there is, in most cases, there is an other voice that has come in. A third voice, not the two of them anymore, but a third voice have come in and started to talk some a different language of a different vision. And then, you, I hope you understand what I say. That third voice enters into churches, into homes, into marriage. At the, it, that, that voice will start to talk to people in, 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 at the workplaces, everywhere, and in our minds. So, how do you, how do you take care of your mind? I said to begin with, uh, how do you grow your garden? How do you grow your mind? Number one, presence. Uh, or, or, or put it in, in another way, be mindful. What does it that, that Some Christians hate that word mindful. Well, then you... I have to... I have, uh, mindful, what is that? That is to be present. 
What is the opposite of mindful? Op the opposite of mindful is to be pre absent minded. It's like you're drifting. To be mindful is to be present. It's to be it's to it's to be present in the now. Now, now, now. That's all you have guarantee for is that you are alive now. So be present. So to talk to people who are present. You know, you can talk to people and you see they are not there. You can talk to them, but you, you can almost hear the factory in their mind working. You hear a noise from their head, even though your ears can't hear it. You can see it by the expression of their faces that they are, they are not there. They are not with you. And, and that is a kind of a weak, weakness also in, in conversations. Because people are, when, when, when the other person is talking, you are not listening, but you are thinking about what, what are you going to say next. That is not the flow, the good flow of our conversation. So, um, so to be presence, present, and that is what happened to the to, in the in the first um, parable uh, Jesus gave to this to, to his to, to his disciples here in in Matthew thirteen. He says, while everyone was sleeping, while while the servants, the the workers on the field field were sleeping. Then the enemy came. What? What happened? They were not awake. Maybe that's also uh, that, that's also a, a metaphor. They were absent. They were busy doing other things. They were people can go to church, but they are not in church. It's like it's like um, uh, it's like uh, uh, you, you need to hear this one. Uh, there was this farmer. This farmer, another farmer. He came to church only once a year. It was during Christmas. That was the tradition. And 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 the and the pastor, the priest said to him, uh, "What is what? What happens to you? I, I, we have Sunday services every Sunday of every Sunday of the of the year, and you are only here once a year." So the farmer said to the priest, "You know, it's better to sit on the tractor and think about God than sit in the church and think about the tractor." So I see many people; they sit in the churches and they think about the tractor or whatever that tractor is in their lives but the best thing is to come and 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 to be there be be where you are that's another weakness i mean there's something about vision and dreams and and you have the ability to to visit the future i've talked about that in so many programs but when when it's your uh, job to be present you are not in the future you are you are here and now you you can't just sit at what expect a salary if you sit daydreaming thinking about next holiday or you understand what I say to be present. So while the while the the laborers were sleeping, the enemy got access to the field to sow weeds among the wheat. So um, so um, uh, you can talk to people and you know they are not there; they are somewhere else, and sometimes. You have disturbing things that happens to you, and 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 you are not able to. But that's not what I'm talking about. I hope you understand that. If if you're if you're if you have sickness in your family and you have have problems, especially with children, with your own flesh and blood, that 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 easily can disturb me if I don't take take charge over that activity. So so. That goes without saying. If you have a very bad news that you have been served, 
uh, of, of disease or accident, whatever. Of course, it's not easy to sit and listen to a pastor. You, you, your mind is elsewhere. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about uh, on daily basis, are you present? So that is, uh, you, have to, you have to know what, what, what's going on. In a business, you need to know the cash flow. You need to keep an eye on, on, on the books, on the, on the records. You can't just trust any Tom, Dick, and Harry, and, and, and they call, call themselves accountants and, and, and whatnot. You, as a leader, you have to take charge of, of, of the finances, and, and, and you need to have first-hand knowledge uh, of, of what's going on in, in the financial department on a daily basis. I check the accounts every day. I'm there. I'm, I'm, I'm following everything. I pay close attention. Why? Because these are precious, precious seed, precious gifts that people have trusted us to, to, um, to, um, to take care of and to handle for the best of, of, of the kingdom and for them. So presence, presence is also about training. You can, you can train yourself to focus and you can just don't care and, and you train yourself to become unfocused. But it's, a, it's, it's possible to train yourself to do that. So, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> the Bible is a, bo a book also about focus. The Bible is a book about Jesus. Number one, the Bible is a book. The, the, the subject of the Bible is Jesus, the Messiah, and God's plan for salvation. God's plan of salvation to humankind. That's, that, that's the, the main topic in the whole Bible. That's why we have the Bible. But we also have the Bible because of many things. The Bible is also a book about God's many disappointments. Have you? Have you noticed that? I mean, sorry, the first family, the first people God created ended up in a big, in a big mess. The first two brothers that were born, one killed, born, one killed the others. I mean, there was a, was was a, a killing in the first first family. So it's a it's a book about God's big and smaller disappointments. That's also something you can study and learn from the Bible. But it's also, uh, it's also a book about focus. Uh, the wife of Lot in the Old, old, uh, old Testament, um, Peter who was sinking, he lost focus. As long as he kept his eyes fixed on Jesus, had a focus, he walked upon the water. The Bible is about focus. We look up to him. We, we fix our eyes on Jesus. We fix our eyes on the assignment God has given to us. We are not labor workers. We are not God's co-workers here, there, and everywhere, and nowhere to be found. But we are present, and we are focused, and we take care of the garden God has given to us, the beauty, the, pot the potential beauty God has, has um, established in each and every one of us. So, Garden of Eden, one conversation with the devil. Every night, every afternoon, they had a conversation with God. Only one conversation with the devil. They lost focus and they lost the garden for good until Jesus came. And he reopened that avenue and that opportunity to us. And he lives in us. We live in him. Jesus lives in my heart. God has 
has uh, has moved into my heart. I have the Holy Spirit. Ay, ay, ay. That helps me to focus. That helps me to to um, to to um, to pay attention. And uh, and First um, Thessalonians um, five twenty one says that test all things, test it. Not just uh, throw it away. Test test what is test what is good and what is bad, and hold fast what is good. You can, you, can, you don't don't uh, just. Um, uh, throw it in the garbage before you have test, t- t- tested it. Test everything and, and hold fast um, uh, what is good. And also um, the Bible says that we demolish, and this is powerful, we demolish arguments and every pre- uh, pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. So, how do you maintain your garden? How do you how do you grow your garden? How do you how how do you take care of your garden in a way that it's a beautiful one? Give you a, a few winding up examples here. Thoughts are seed. Keep that in mind. When you have a feeling, wind back and find what was the the last thought. You were thinking, you were uh, nourishing before you got the feeling. If you have a good feeling, you, that a good feeling is following a good thought. A feeling of anger comes from an angry thought, so on. So, one way to, to, to um, observe the garden and to, to maintain the garden, to make it a beauty, is to sit by the feet of Jesus. I mean, uh, Tom, Dick, and Harry, you, he, they can come visiting you every day, but in the, host, uh, the, in the home in, in Bethany, where, where Lazarus and Mary and, and, and Martha uh, stayed, uh, Jesus passed by, but he, he didn't live there permanently. He, he, he came often, but this time Martha was so busy doing good things, good things. But Jesus said, Marie, Mary, she made a wise decision. She was sitting at my, my feet, listening, cooling down, slowing down. Every time, when you go, a garden is not made for you to, to, to rush through it. Slow down to the speed of awareness. To the speed of, to that speed when you are able to see the roses. There was a time in my life, I was, so, I was so stressful doing the ministry. I didn't hear the birds singing. I, didn't, I, I was so busy in my mind. Honestly, for, for years I didn't hear the birds singing. No, I hear every bird, I see every bird. We have a lot, a lot of them around here and I observe them because why? Because I'm present. I've slowed down to the speed of, of being observant to the speed of love, to the speed of peace, to the speed of, 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 uh, of presence, like, like I said. Um, so another thing, focus on all the good things God has done for you. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. 
Bless the Lord and forget not all his benefits. Think about what God has done for you. Focus on that. Be grateful. Slow down to the, to the speed of gratitude. Busy people don't have, I mean, not busy, you can be busy, but, uh, but, but, but people who are just running like, like on, on, uh, on the hamster's wheel, uh, they have no time for gratitude. They are just uh, driven, slow down. We are not driven, we are led by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, the Good Shepherd, is, is not, is not uh, a donkey driver. He is guiding us. He is leading us in the speed of love, in the speed of presence, in the speed of peace, at the speed of joy, at the speed of gratitude, at the speed of freedom. Uh, meditate on the Word of God. Whatever is good, Paul says, what is good, what is spoken well of, think about these things. Don't participate in gossip. Don't participate in trauma, other people's trauma. Don't involve your, your garden. I mean, you can give advice, but don't involve your garden in other people's mess. That mess will, will, will affect you. You can help without that. Also, Jesus said, uh, said um, when, you, when you pray, you find a place where you close the door and you pray to the Father and He will, in, 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 uh, in secret, you find a secret place. That's a beautiful word. The secret place where you and God, you have closed the door to all the noise. And, and <laughs> I mean, I can close the door here at my, at my, my studio. But that doesn't mean there can't be noise in my head. But when you close the door to the secret place with the Lord, you are there, you are present with Him. And then, this is also, some people say that is the devil's work. Not necessarily. Because sometimes when you, when you set out for, for praying, what happens? You think about, oh, I should have done this, I should have done that, done. and you think about this person, and all the, all the things comes to flood your mind. What you do, don't blame the devil for that. Maybe that is God. Maybe that is the Holy Spirit who helps you to remember what you should do. So you take a pen and a paper, and you write it down so you will not forget it, and you say, thank you, Lord, for reminding me of what is important for me to, to not forget. And then you find the presence and, uh, and, 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 the, and in quiet, uh, uh, we, we have to read that. Be still and know that I am God. Psalm 46, verse 11. Be still. It's not easy. That, maybe that is the hardest thing, especially in our environment, in our culture, where, we are, where, we, where, where we're being still. I mean, giving ourselves the best give, best time you can give to your, uh, excuse me, the best gift you can give to yourself is time. Some people say time doing nothing. I mean, being in the presence of God is not doing nothing. That is, that is, that is like Mary. That, Martha thought she was doing nothing. Jesus said she, she, she made the smartest decision by sitting here because what was she doing? Jesus planted the seed of, of revelation. Jesus planted the seed of wisdom. Jesus planted the seed of knowledge. Jesus planted the seed of life into the mind of, of, of Mary. 
and she 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 made a good good choice that day, and uh, and um, uh, so close the door, and and uh, and find the, the silence, the sound of silence. Simon and Garfunkel sang that song, the sound of silence. I wish I could, wish I could sing that, but uh, there is a sound of silence. If you are silent enough, you can hear the beautiful sign, the sound of silence, and you can hear a new song, and you will listen to God better. If I have an invitation to the King of Norway, I don't come there basically to speak, I come there to listen. When I pray, I enter the throne of grace by the blood, through the blood of Jesus. It's nothing I have to do to, to, to enter there. It's already done. But I come there boldly and I listen. So, uh, then you can also do affirmations. The Lord is my shepherd. I like nothing. Psalm 23. Read it. Say it. Do it, do it in the present time and say it. Make those your confirmations and your affirmations. Grow your garden. Uh, how do you grow your garden? I've tried to give a little help here. These minutes, uh, thank you for your time. Thank you for sharing. And God bless you. I love you. See you soon again.